Hello. Hello. Hey. Um. Okay. Well, hey everyone. Um. This is Peace of Peace podcast. If you didn't already know, and my name is Alexa, and you are um, about to hear Mariah's story of self love and acceptance and about beauty and all these other things that we talk about on this podcast. So I'm super excited to hear from you, Mariah. I'm excited to be here. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Before we um, jump in any further, I just have a quick release. Um, Do you understand that this recording may travel throughout the world? And your reference or anything, I'm the owner of the content. Yes. Sweet. Okay. Um, before we get into the questions, let's just tell the peeps out there a little bit about you. Okay. Um, so I am 26 years old. Um, currently living in Nashville, Tennessee. Um, originally from Pittsburgh, Pennsylvania, but uh, me and my husband decided to move down here in, in 2019 just for like a change of pace. Um, I decided to go into nursing school, so that's been an adventure in itself. Um, I'll be done in December, thank goodness. Woo-hoo! I know. I, can, <laughs> I cannot wait. Um, but yeah, I mean, that's pretty much about me. I'm, I'm all about family, my dogs, um, my friends, and, you know, that's about it. You know, nothing too crazy about me. <laughs> I just love you. I'm so happy you um, wanted to do an interview. You said yes. Um, so for people who don't know, Mariah is Miss True's godmommy. I just, <laughs> yeah, I just love that's our princess. Um, <laughs> I feel like, um, if you know me, then you know how big of a deal that is for someone to be a godmommy to True. So I just want to throw that out there because Mariah is oh, the boss. thanks, Lex. <laughs> oh, you're welcome. Okay, so. Question time. Um, <laughs> okay, first question. Has being a black woman shaped your definition of beauty? Um, I've been going back and forth with, forward with this, but I came to the conclusion, I would say no, not really. Um, my definition of beauty is just being comfortable in your own skin and, you know, just being confident in what God has essentially given you. Um now, I do believe that Black women as a whole are becoming more comfortable and confident in their own skin. You can see it through social media, through all these different platforms. And I just love seeing that. Um, you know, Kamala Harris becoming the first female Black or person of color. Um you know, Woo-hoo! being in the yeah. office, you know, representing the minority, that's a huge step. And, you know, and that's only the beginning, you know, I'm, and I'm, I'm definitely excited to see what's to come for women and especially women of color. Me and you mm-hmm. both, because I don't think people get how big of a deal her being vice president oh for sure I mean like like go ahead seriously um you know growing up you know we're we're the same age I think I'm a little bit older than you whatever 
But mm-hmm. growing up, you know, especially for me, we never really had a role model, and especially a role model of color that had, that can have such a positive influence on, you know, the generation growing up. Um, you know, and it's, you know, it's sad to say this, but um, growing up, I, how do I say this? Um, Take your time, girl. <laughs> it was just never, being Black was just never a sign of beauty or, you know, it was just, you know, it was just something different and it was just never a part in a put into a positive light if that makes sense um I never Mm -hmm. saw a person of color playing you know lead in a role I never saw um, a person of color on a cover of a magazine or even um, my teachers in my school I never had a person of color as a teacher in my school and you know seeing that I'm 26 and I'm so freaking excited to you know seeing things you know finally change <laughs> you know I can only imagine what it's like right. for the younger generation seeing that and how that can affect them and you know it just bringing all that positive energy and making them feel like oh you know I can be something that great one day and it's just so it's just so exciting Absolutely. to see and I can't I can't express how excited I am for that <laughs> Girl, as you're talking, like, I'm thinking you are speaking to how much representation mm-hmm. matters. Seeing someone who looks like you doing things. And you mentioned, um, like, how before, like, being black wasn't really considered right. beautiful. Because um, all the stereotypes are negative, right? Like, all the stereotypes that I've ever heard um about black people are mm-hmm. negative except um you can dance black people can dance that's a pretty positive one but that's the only one i could think uh-huh. of off the top of my head and that that's what society shows all right. the stereotypes so now we're living in a world where we have more representation and stereotypes are being broken it means smacked in the face cuz it's like uh right. no Yes, I can dance, but I can do a lot more mm-hmm. things, too. It's not <laughs> like, just working and, you know, dancing I mean, and doing TikToks. <laughs> exactly. Right. And even, um, like, since mm-hmm. I brought up dancing, like, um, the ballet world, like, oh gymnastics, all these different, like, yes, dance, like, different, um, I forget her name right now, but she's in the Olympics. It's like, stereotypes are getting smacked in the face right now, and I couldn't be more happier. And you were like, I can't even put in the words mm-hmm. how excited I am. And that's like the truth. And it's so exciting. It's so needed. And like you said, like, I don't think people get how huge this is. Well, this whole podcast will tell, will tell them. No, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a huge deal. And even like, um, like people of color and, um, Kamala, she's uh, she is part black and part Asian, I think, or what? I don't know what she is. The other part, I have to uh-huh. research. Um, 
Do you know? I don't know. I'll look it up one second. I have my computer in front of me. (laughs) That was the most clutch thing. I think it's like, I don't know. Um, Asian. I'm so happy. Uh, South Asian American. Yep. Asian. Okay, sweet. I was right. Yay. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) I remembered something finally. Um, Yeah, it's a huge deal. And I, I'm so excited. I can't wait to see how, you said, like, the next generation, what this shows them. I can't wait to, I wish I had a toddler. Well, I have true, but I wish I had someone who was a little bit older Mm -hmm. to ask, like, hey, like, do you see that, that woman up there looks like you? Like, in, to see, like, what their reaction would be. Because True doesn't know uh-huh. anything like that Well, right even, now. like, um, repre- representation in, I know you buy different Barbie dolls for True. You know, different ethnicities. Starting off young like that can, you know, have a tremendous impact and show that there's no, it's not about who's black, who's white. We're all the same. You know what I mean? Right. Right. And it's like, we look different, but mm-hmm. we're the same. Like, I don't know how, like, we're, we look different. And sometimes we get treated differently from that. But we're all people. We all have a heart. We all want to love. We all laugh. Mm-hmm. And, like, something that came into my head, too. Like, so there's only one vice president of the United States. Like, we can't all be vice mm-hmm. president. But we can do things like buy diverse baby dolls and um, different books to your kids or um, question what they're being taught in history classes. Like those are things that like the everyday person can do. Like, cause not everyday person can be her, like the vice president or like a super Olympic gymnast, like not be like, um, plain Jane, Joe Schmo, but those are some things you can do. Just so simple. And it makes such a big impact. I do things like all the little things that you do eventually lead up to big things, you know? Um, Oh yeah. You want to instill these lessons into your children and doing things like just bringing different ethnicities to Barbie dolls or, showing different tv shows or different movies or and like even honestly like answering whenever true gets age just answering questions that they have and you know explaining to them and speaking to them as adult like rather adults than children you know what i mean right and it's like because i feel like a lot of times people just Mm -hmm. kick it under the rug right like, I feel like a lot of times when people start to talk about race and differences, they it's just awkward. ignore the question. Yes, it's awkward and mm-hmm. they just want it to be over. But what a disservice right. that is. Um, and I love how you said little, like, moments make a big, I don't, I can't put it exactly how you did it, but you said mm-hmm. it wonderfully. And that is so true. And even with, um, I mean, like, teaching kids, like, teaching ourselves. Like, I am really trying to, like, make affirmations happen for me. Like, I'm really trying to make those little mm-hmm. beliefs each day to make that big change. I'm so happy you said that. Because that's something else, like, we can do to make our lives more positive. I love the little affirmations that you post even, 
on um the group chat. I read it. I'm like, oh, you know, Lex, I really needed that. Thank you. I can make it through this day now. <laughs> and I'm trying to look at them each day and mm-hmm. see what I need, and then post them. And like honestly, like all these things that we're talking about, like making us, like making yourself view yourself more in a positive way, or um spearheading like negative mm-hmm. stereotypes um introducing that there are different people in the world they may look different than you but we all have the same heart and love and body and all that stuff um like all those things will make the world more positive so like on an individual level relationship level and mm-hmm. world level so do it, peeps. Do your affirmations. Do it. Period. I'll say about that. <laughs> <laughs> um, so you did share a little bit about your self-love, like, acceptance journey and, like, what mm-hmm. that looked like. Um, can you dive a little bit deeper oh, into yeah. that? So growing up, so I grew up in a predominantly white neighborhood I went to a school that was predominantly white I think that I had at most and this is a stretch 10 people of color and that's not even just saying African Americans that's just people of color um Mm -hmm. so growing up like through elementary school I always what went through my mind was like why do I look different from my counterpart what makes me so different why don't why don't I look like all of them you know what I mean Um, Mm -hmm. and you know, that I sort of resented myself just because I look different and I didn't fit necessarily fit in. Um, Mm -hmm. also I was a little chunkster. Uh, (laughs) Um, so I, so right now I'm five, eight and I think I weigh probably like Mm -hmm. right now. Um, I was five, eight and probably one sixty in the fifth grade. So I was very awkward and I stood up like a sore thumb. Um, I was uncomfortable. I didn't, I was not comfortable in my own skin. And that, I think that just made things way, way worse um, for myself. Just not having that self-love. I, and another thing I just, just popped in my head. I remember, um, you know, those like cheesy commercials, weight loss, blah, 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 blah. I remember seeing I remember seeing one of yeah. those commercials when I was young and I was talking to my mom, like pleading to her, crying to her that I could take that like I don't even know if it was like a medication or a supplement, whatever it was. And you know, looking back on that, I was just like, Wow, that's like that that's so sad that like I I'm in fifth grade thinking that I need to lose weight and just so I can fit in. You know what I mean? Um, yeah and yes it is and it's like how can I say like kids may have said something like bullied you but like those thoughts came from somewhere like no one probably was like you know what Mariah you like no one told you that that came from beliefs that were in media or like for like people like unconsciously showing you mm-hmm. that weight mattered um because I mean I know there's crappy people out there that tell kids crappy things but 
in your story, you didn't say anything like that. You just said you had these thoughts. And that's what's so scary about these these messages being normal, right? Because then you have kids who, first of all, it's hard to talk about stuff like that with kids. I think we're just now getting to a place in the world where we can have mm-hmm. these serious conversations with kids. Like, in, like, get to their level and talk about it. But, like... Right, and another thing, too, that I think that really affected me was there was an image that was defined as pretty, and I did not fit that Mm -hmm. image whatsoever. I was tall, chunky, and black. (laughs) You know, I'm going to put it blunt. And, you know, in the images on the magazines and on media, it's, you know, your tall, slim, blonde hair, you know no curves to what uh, I don't want to say it like that but just tall and slim you know what I mean and yeah girl what's your story you can say however you want but I think that's what really affected me too and then it's not helping that I didn't have anybody else that looked like me that I can confide in or Mm -hmm. discuss with so I think right Mm because it's like you want to fit in and you're seeing all these people around mm-hmm. you that don't look like you. And then you're seeing all these, like, celebrities who you think are beautiful and everyone says they're beautiful and they don't look like you. Right. So it's like, how else are you supposed to feel? Like, how else are you supposed to feel? You just feel, um, like, alone and not beautiful just because – and I know, like, like, we always talk all the time, like, parents will like tell you you're beautiful or like your family will say it or like they'll have kids don't want to hear that but that (laughs) yeah it's like yeah you're supposed to say that you like okay like it doesn't even mean anything (laughs) yeah like it's not enough like I mean yes having a good relationship with your parents is important Mm -hmm. but it's the world too like you will get affected by the messages of the world and your surrounding like your peers um yeah and I'm just thinking like I picture it in my head like little baby Mariah <laughs> like asking for that and it just breaks my heart and it's so, mm-hmm. that's so real though right like, no I, I think like, I, I, I don't know if it's getting better or worse I think that the world is trying but it's not enough like, you know, I love seeing, mm-hmm. what is it, Dove? They're, they're putting yes. out, you know, different I shapes and sizes, colors. Great. But there needs to be more. You know, it, it, it just can't be one platform. It just needs mm-hmm. to be the standard. Yes, I agree. And I also feel like it needs to be, I can't wait for the day that it's just normal to have different shapes, sizes, colors, all races, all these different things just mm-hmm. flooded everywhere. Like, I don't know, like, there's an initiative, like, as you said, like, people, like, companies are trying, people are trying, but I can't wait till it's just so ingrained in everyone's right. heads, it just happens. That's probably what happens, like. <laughs> <laughs> that's probably like that's like a really far left just now but like I'm just like that would be right could you imagine a how beautiful, beautiful place that would be you know no one could give two flying f word about 
what you look like, <laughs> you're purple, green, chunky, skinny, whatever. You know, people just care about who you are on the inside. You know what I mean? I just wish the world, you know, can just be blind mm-hmm. for like a day and just meet people that way. Because I feel like... <laughs> right. And you know what I think, too, mm-hmm. right? I think pe- more people would listen if we... Because I feel like there's a lot of people who won't listen to you based on what you look like. Like, they don't care about your story or they don't care uh, that you're having a hard time with this or they don't care that you accomplished this. And I think, I mean, unless they're your friend, like, then there's some background there you care. But if I would just walk up to somebody and say something, they might be like, okay. Like, I don't know. I just feel like what you look like um people people judge you off that so they're already like being like yep i'm gonna listen to this no i'm not gonna listen to this and if we all look the same like you said like everyone was blind for a day right that wouldn't happen (laughs) um and i know i Mm -hmm. started talking about parents but um what other relationships um this could be like parents other family friends fiance any relationship you've had in your life how did they affect your self-love self-acceptance journey Hmm. I would say that I started experiencing self-love whenever I was taught hard love um I, mm-hmm. this just brought me back um I played collegiate basketball and I played um AAU basketball so that's just like um a league outside of high school um so I would go all these different places during the summer just to try to get a scholarship now the the coach mm-hmm. that I had um he was absolutely amazing so before I was one of his players I was a softy I would I would cry at every little mm-hmm. thing. You know, you say one mean one thing that I thought you that was mean, I would fall out into tears. And I remember <laughs> I remember um him. I there was just one play that happened and this is in quotation marks. And I come over to the sideline, he looks at me, don't you fucking do it, Mariah. Looks me dead straight in the eye. Don't you fucking do it. <laughs> and I never sucked up tears so quick in my life. And, you know, I feel like that helped him as a whole has taught me the beginning stages to, you know, not to be so sensitive to what other people think of me. I just need to worry about how I feel what I think of myself and from that point on um, I started developing the mentality of you know what I could care less what you think of me you know what I mean as long as I love myself and I am happy with who I want to be and who I am going to become that's all that matters now you're welcome to join on this ride. I would love to have you along. Don't get me wrong, but I don't need you. <laughs> yep, there uh-huh. it is. And there is my clapping moment. <laughs> that's my applause for this um, podcast mm-hmm. because that's the mic drop moment. 
You go. I love it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Love everything you just said. You go. You rock. Um, and I never had someone mention a coach before, uh-huh. and I love that you mentioned that because mm-hmm. that's so relatable. I feel because oh, I just love it. I love the whole thing. You and go, coach. He and you go, coach. He was rough and tough, and like whenever you look at this man, you would not think that he is like a big old soft teddy bear. You know what I mean? He. Hmm. I can honestly say that he's one of the best coaches that I've ever had and has taught me more about being a human being than basketball. You know what I mean? And, you know, that should be, this is going off on another little tangent, but that should be the goal for all coaches. You know what I mean? These kids need direction. These kids need someone to, who they can relate to, who they can have another figure that can teach him on this crazy thing we call life. You know what I mean? <laughs> right. And honestly, too, like, mm-hmm. like he was your basketball coach. But I think we have other, like, if you never played you sport, have a teacher, you have, like, a you have all these life, other that, like, guide mm-hmm. you. Yes. Yeah. And even, like, with that, too, like, there's people that teach you self-love and self-acceptance and – it can come out weird. Like, it doesn't say, like, we're going to learn how to love yourself today. It mm-hmm. might be, like, the coach being, like, suck it up. Don't care about what people think. To, and, like, that, it doesn't always have right. to be, like, some kumbaya moment. Like, we learn some lessons um, differently. Like, people are put in our life, and they teach us the lessons mm-hmm. the way they do on purpose. <laughs> I agree with you. <laughs> yes. I love it. Um. So tell me about a time you felt beautiful. I feel beautiful all the time. No. <laughs> yes. I love that answer. I love it. <laughs> um, mo- well, I, I don't want to say that most recently, but the moment that stands out to me the most was whenever I found my wedding dress. Yeah. Um, Ooh, wedding dress. So, and so it, it, it's so unconventional how it happened. My whole, my first experience was miserable. This goes into another tangent about body imaging. But the, um, what are they called? Like um, dress consultants or, okay. She was putting me all these dresses that one, didn't fit me. It wouldn't like close up in the back. Um, And she was putting me in in dresses that I, that didn't fit the description that I wanted. So then I was just, over it I left crying blah 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 blah. it was just a whole big old hot mess but um I went in yeah (laughs) um but just this one random day me and my sister we went to David's bridal and we were just like you know we're just gonna try on dresses and I found my dress that way and my sister was the only one that saw me in person with it on and she was like my yeah, she was like, you have oh, to get so this. Special. You're, like, glowing in it. And I was like, you know what? I am glowing in it. I have to get it. And, you know, that's what happened. I got it that day. <laughs> mm-hmm. I could cry because it's like you, first of all, consult and get it together at the first mm-hmm. place. Get it together. Don't make my girl feel bad. <laughs> Ever. Like get it together consultant so I'm so happy that your second experience was so 
Um, and it was like super cool, right? Because mm-hmm. it was your sister, and like you just describing that, I just got no. chills. I got I'm so, so excited. I just can't wear, awesome. wait to wear that freaking thing. <laughs> it's been sitting in my closet. Yeah, and- for I think it's like over <laughs> a year now, and I'm just like, oh my gosh. <laughs> right. Yeah, because the freaking just has to ruin everything. <laughs> People, wear your mask, please, so I can have my right, wedding. And- Get it together, peeps. You and the consultant <laughs> need to get it together. The- <laughs> yeah. Oh my goodness. And that's what like too, like wedding dress, um, weddings, buying wedding dress, these are things that are very mm-hmm. stressful for people. And those are a time where you look at your body right. and dissect it. So I'm so happy mm-hmm. that you, you came out on top of that. Okay, and um, our last question. If someone remembered one thing about this interview, what would it be? And this could be a whole tangent. You can just do whatever um, you want with this. My whole thing, um, what do, I would just say, you know, remember who you are and what you believe in. Um, don't let Karen from down the street tell you any thing otherwise you're beautiful if you're confident and love yourself you know what I mean and that's beauty in itself you know um if I see if you're rocking one of the ugliest outfits on the planet but you have that confidence and strutting in it girl no one can stop you like you know confidence is the best accessory to me you know um. <laughs> oh my gosh! Yes. Um. Yeah. Yeah. So, like, just remember who you are, what you believe in, and roll with it. You know, that's another thing too. Um. I've learned that not everyone you meet in your life is here for the long term. Um. Sometimes mm-hmm. you meet people for a season you know sometimes you meet people and then you're in your life for the rest of your life um every person that Mm -hmm. you meet has a purpose now you know who knows what that purpose is um they can you know we meet you know they become their child becomes your godchild. you know I never thought when we first met I never thought that I would be the godmother of your child I just my sound like, <laughs> like just like ear to ear out the door. I was like, but Whoa. yeah, I mean, <laughs> you know, people come and go. I've lost some of the best friends that I thought would be in my life forever, but you know, think you change, and you know, like I said before, come for the ride. I'd love to have you, but I'm not waiting around for you. You know. <laughs> Right. You I know, love it. So I love it. And it's so true. Do you boo in what you want to do, honestly. And don't wait for others to hop on the ride because you don't got time for that. <laughs> right. So do you mm-hmm. boo. Don't let Karen tell you anything. And right. people come for a mm-hmm. season. I love all of it. <laughs> I love all of it. You go. That was the best thing to end this on. Um, well, love Mara, being it was here. great having you. And, um, Yes, I can't wait to, yeah, I'll 
Yes, I can't wait to see you again in real person, in real life. I'm excited. I can even talk. I'm so excited about that. (laughs) Anyway, (laughs) Um, peace, peace, peeps. Thanks for tuning in. Um, Again, if you want to share your story, reach out to me on Facebook. Um, It's peace as in a slice with peace as in like peace, love, and happiness. And thanks for tuning in. Thank you.